Welcome to the UK Fantasy Football Show, Goal's weekly podcast that discusses many of football fans' favourite pastime. We'll be analysing the results of Game Week 29, discussing the somewhat surprising, unless you're Sam, persistently great form of Manchester United, and revealing our teams for Game Week 30. Joining us for the second time this season is Goal's Head of Marketing, Paul Raymond. Hello. Paul, you're currently rock bottom of our one-week <laughs> <laughs> one wonder rankings. Are you hopeful you can redeem yourself this I had a week? pretty bad one. To be honest, I can't remember the team, but I remember the week of those matches just shaking my head going, oh, just, he didn't even get a match. <laughs> you got, that's never going to do you good, is it? No, you've got five points fewer than anyone else this season so far. We've had 22 guests as it stands. Uh, I'm hoping you can redeem yourself, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for your own It's nice to have a second pride. chance. How are you faring in the, in the regular game? Abysmal. Even I've, worse. I've done my usual fantasy football thing by completely ignoring my team. Uh, kind oh. of How many points you got? Bit like Mourinho. Uh, my overall points, 1,343. It's not that far off Um <laughs> And what's your overall rank? Uh, 4.2 million. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where right. are you, Sam? What's the comparison here? I'm about 400,000th. Are you still in the really? upper echelons? Yeah, yeah. Christ. That's great, mate. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Dave is closing in on you, though. He got an emphatic <laughs> 64 points uh, this game week, which uh, was the top of all three of us. And what you're supposed to be about. It's but closing in-wise, on well, the overall <laughs> rank, I'm a million places behind him. You yeah. are, but you think close. That's mental, isn't it? I mean, look at where you were um, I yeah, know. two months ago, languishing like, th- like 100 points off me, millions know, of places yeah. behind me. And now, for the first time this season, I'm rock bottom. I mean, you, you've, you've broke the 100-point barrier in terms of closeness to me. Um, it was a little bit more, um, but because Arsenal and City got cancelled, it meant that IU came in. You got blooming IU in. IU came in off the bench. Even, mm. I, even I had IU in. Yeah, but you've had him as your captain for about <laughs> seven weeks. I believe in him. And he came through. You believe. He's absolutely balling at the moment. Um you know, if I know we don't do top tips or our three to watch, but he should be everyone in everyone's team. Five point one million. I think he must be one of the few players that's been in your team all season long, actually. Yeah, yeah. With five. Only, five. It's only five point one million still. He's got one hundred and eight points. His last three matches, five, seven, and six. You'd be you'd be crazy not to have him. Resurgent I'm going to put him in. He's going to be my transfer this week. Just ruin that part of the show, but that's <laughs> Is that it. actually what you're going to do. I think so. Yeah. In for who? I don't know, one of my bench players. One of your bench. You could, I mean, to be honest, I could axe either of Kelly and Tanganga, couldn't I? But I mean, you? you couldn't because you he's a forward. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> I actually couldn't do that. But. I was looking, I was so, thinking, he's not better than any of your three forwards. Yeah, yeah he's not going in. <laughs> <laughs> that was short-lived. It was. <laughs> Uh, we'll and that. A lot of us, a lot of us, are screwed over this game week by Man City against Arsenal being cancelled. Me and Sam, especially, having banked big time on our City and Arsenal players. Uh, Sam, oh, you threw Saka in, didn't you? Threw uh, Saka in, uh, got Aubameyang in, um, kept Aguero, captain Aubameyang. Wow. Um, so yeah, could have gone better. Yeah. Uh, so the fact you know I got fifty two, fifty three points is honestly quite impressive. It's a remarkable feat on my behalf, and just goes <laughs> to show that I continue to inspire and lead, even in the face of disaster. Yeah, I just like right. You've boys. pulled up fifty plus points. Yeah. yeah, if you see me going this way, follow. Try keep up. <laughs> <laughs> the average for this week was fifty one points, so you were ever so slightly above average. I got sixty eight. You're sixty eight. What? Who was banging on your points? No. How are you? Captain uh, L- Lundstrom. Oh yeah, Lundstrom was a good call. I said, I said he'll definitely score against Martial. Norwich. Yeah, 
That's just totally taking the shine he's, off the whole show for me. He's got McTominay in there as well. Not even uh, trying. Uh, Paul's beaten my 64 <laughs> points for the week. I was like, really riding high. Yes, I'm second. And check out the 64 points. And then he just busts out. And oh, it's 68. one of my best weeks. How many points Probably did, ever. How, how many points did McTominay get? Uh, he got six. Of course he did. Coming off the bench like that. What a goal, eh? Class. We all enjoyed that. Just a a lovely finish. United fans or not, it was a a class finale to the game, really, wasn't it? First time from that distance, and it was the way it just like one bounce, wasn't it? As well, it just like literally swept it. Yeah, curved from outside the post in. Ah, gorgeous stuff. Very nice. Uh, For me, I got forty-three points, so I'm now twenty-two points adrift of you, Dave. Which uh, I don't think is even. I think it's at this point it's insurmountable. My team is going backwards. I seem unable. To halt the decline. I'm making like two transfers a week. Which that might be the problem. It probably is the problem, actually. Yeah, I need to stop taking those minus four hits. But do you, um, know, do you know what I'm going to do after this podcast? Is what? I'm going to go back to, I think, was it late November, early <laughs> December, and just get that little sound bite of you going, I reckon by the end of the week, I'm going to be ahead of you. <sighs> you are adamant. <laughs> and then by that, then like a week later, you'd flipped. You hated your team. You hated football. You hated the game. You hated society. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How many uh, transfers have you made? You know, down the right there, you can see. Oh I've my. made a total tra- of I, 31. I will have made double that. Absolutely guaranteed. I think Sam's made less than me. 29. Yeah. Stick with what you know, guys. Oh, Trust. no, I haven't. I've made 34. Trust you. Made 30, so, yeah. 30 I've made a bit more. Four, yeah. Trust in your man. That's fewer than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Well, you see, I thought I was making a lot. So, it was a point when I checked both yours and I was like, oh, they've both made less transfers than me. Maybe that's part of the problem. And I've started to stick with players a little bit more. Yes, you've leveled out a bit. Yeah, I had Sacco well? in as well last week, though. So um, I did have De Bruyne in as well, but he got subbed out, I think, because uh, who went in instead? Decore. Yeah, Decore oh. picked up a point, so he had to come off the bench, I think. Because I had De Bruyne in because it was the double game week for Arsenal and Man City, wasn't it? So I've just had so many letdowns of players. Like Lucas Moura, it felt at the time like, what, that's a good pickup, you know? A bit of a cheap Spurs attacker. He's got to play because Kane and... And Sun aren't aren't available, and yet he's done absolutely. I never nothing. felt that one though because it's Spurs and oh, Moore is a bit patchy, isn't he? Yeah. But Spurs uh, have been naff, like probably. Yeah, enough. you see, Aguero was a good shout, and I think you've just been unlucky with him. Well, and it's the same last week. It's like you, you back you back Aguero to be bagging some of the chances yeah. he's had, and he's just not delivered. It's my attack that hasn't been great. Like Aubameyang bringing him in, captaining him, did nothing. Almiron, what a terrible choice that was. But you've done that loads this season. I, I'm consistent in it. You you've know? got you know your Sports Direct, Sondaco, black and white tinted specs. <laughs> and yeah. The amount of Newcastle players <laughs> that you've had in, that as soon as you put them in, even before the matches have been played, you're like, I hate my team. I why have I put him in? And then you keep them for a month. I think it's only Almiron I've done that way, to be fair. I think I had Joel in at the start and I dropped him before the season started. I remember saying, oh yeah, I'm going to keep him in. Mm. And then he bailed quite off that train quite quickly. Um, but, you know, some of these players, to be honest, my defence has been pretty good. Like, even though I scored terribly uh, this game week, Doherty's been a good pickup that I've had. Yeah. Uh, McCarthy actually got me 12 points by far my top scorer last week. So he hasn't been a terrible pickup, even though I do regret dropping uh, the mighty Nick Pope. But, you know, the rest of this team is just pretty dreadful, to be honest. Wolves are a good shout, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Quite fancy getting some of their players. Well, how many teams. points did Doherty get? He got six, week? which... Compared to some of his recent weeks, isn't as good. He got 12 the week before and 10 the week before that. But his last five games, right? Six, six, 10, 12, six. So. It's tidy. Wow. Um, I bought, I bought uh, Saïs in last week and got eight. Ooh, he got some bonus points in it. Yeah. 4.5 mil as well. 
That's nice, actually, yeah. yeah. The cheap option for the Wolves Defender. There's a tip for FPL listeners and watchers. I'm just dropping them here. This is free, guys, <laughs> as well. This is free, you know. Premium advice. The curveball, though, for, for all FPL managers now is going to be the coronavirus. Because mm. as we saw in midweek, everyone, I reckon a lot of FPL managers, a lot of people will have gone for the captain of Man City or an Arsenal player. Yeah. Unless you're Dave, in which case you've gone for Salah and... But I told you, I'm, I said I'm starting now. I'm going to pick a captain. I'm going to stick with him for a week's. Yeah, you know, it's going to be like I'm not going to yeah, mess about you, with didn't it. Didn't you change that in like the immediate week? Because I had Vardy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as I, you know, once Vardy was out, I couldn't then captain. Right. I had to pick this another is the real guy. Quiz. This is the real captain. Yeah. This is the real quiz. But no, it's 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 these dependable like FPL players. You've just got to go with the ones that are like tend to deliver. I think mm. you've got to be like, okay, I know this guy's got form. Stick with him like you would with a real captain in real life. You'd go with Mister Dependable, wouldn't you? You know he's going to be there, firing all cylinders. He's going to drag you through. Yeah, and he's going to drag you through. So my captain picks are more the dependable ones now. I don't fritter around with it because I think you're gambling a little bit if you do that. We mentioned Vardy just then. Sam, did you drop him last uh, week? I dropped him a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, was yeah. it? it felt like last week. But yeah, oh, maybe it was last it. week, actually, and I brought Aubameyang in. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. He needed a pen, didn't he, to start firing again? That's, mm. that's probably what's going to happen now. He got that pen, banged it down the middle. Streaky time. Yeah. When um, I suppose it's risky to hit it straight down the middle, isn't it? But also, it, you're also going slightly safe because you know you're not going to miss the target. His teammate, but, Harvey Barnes, was the top scorer of the week. 19 points. Yeah. That's not bad at all. He's, um, he's bowling Barnesy at the moment, isn't he? Seems like it. I if mean, I put him in, though, it'd be like Mason Mount. It'd just be, <laughs> again, he'd go missing. Apart from the curse. Your I'm curse has ended now. I'm sorry. You need to stop relying on this. Uh, you've you've yeah. uncursed players now. You've had Calvert-Lewin... Decore. Yeah. Ings. Ings has done okay, yeah. Fernandez, you put Fernandez in, he's been smashing it. I did. That was that, that was, was quite impulsive. That, that was another was free tip for me. That was another free one. <laughs> you got the Midas. You inspired me, Sam. Um Does that make me Fernandez an influencer? Been brilliant. <laughs> I think it does. I'll have to start putting hashtag ad. I've got everything I say to you. <laughs> I'm now top of Friday night football as well. You're back, Whoop. baby. I'm back. <laughs> One thousand and oneth in our uh, UK fantasy football. I'm not even going to look where I am. I don't want to bring so myself. Just to the, all those green arrows makes me so happy. I'm going to okay. segue nicely though onto our public league and who is top. Go on then. Which isn't me in Lesland for the first time in about three months. He's finally been usurped by Graham Wilshaw. He's been nibbling at his heels for a while. He's in my good books because his team is called the Shola System. Shola System, yeah. Which I've got a lot of love for. After Newcastle cut hero, Shola Amiobi, a.k.a. the Mackham Slayer. So hopefully he hangs on to that top spot. I'm all aboard that train. So well done, Graham. Top of the table. It's a good team name as well. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, good. it's not quite like one of those puns that people just gravitate towards. What's your team called? Ah, it's something crap. Like, <laughs> I can't even it's remember. That's, that's how I feel about this season. To be how do you know he's not a Fleetwood Town fan? Because he's got Newcastle as his fan league and he's also got... Yeah, but Fleetwood Town aren't in this. <laughs> Yeah. I think he's a Newcastle fan. Yeah, I think I'm he must put, be. Put that out there. Just the fact he's got a Newcastle player in his team. <laughs> like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a Newcastle fan then, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite a good lineup, though, isn't it? It's got, and he's gone for a Bama Yang as well, which I think is a pretty decent pick at the moment. Yeah. Without, you know, when, uh, when Arsenal play a game again. He's got Willie Burley. Johnson. Eight points. Who's yeah. his goalkeeper? Who's he got in goal? McCarthy. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Tidy. Mm. I'm glad I'm not alone there. They've got Norwich this week as well, I think. I might have just made that up, actually. Uh, who have you got this week? Southampton. Yeah, Norwich. So another potential for a clean sheet there. 
Anyway, we'll come on to Game Week 30 in a little while. Podcast listeners and YouTube viewers, you can join our league and test yourself against us all season long in our public league. The code to type in on the FPL website is NHC4WZ. But let's move on. This week, our big talking point is Manchester United. Now, I'll hold my hands up and say I certainly didn't expect this resurgence. But being Man City wasn't too surprising, considering how consistently excellent they've been in big games all season. Or do you think it was actually a bit of a surprise that result? I'll take this one. You take this one, Sam. <laughs> Go on. I assumed um, it was directed at you. As, Grab as, the mic. As a out and proud Man United fan, um, it was it was a very strange sensation just before well, an hour before kickoff. You saw the team news come in, and for the first time in quite a while, I looked at City's team and thing and thought, I'm not scared of that. Um, maybe that's just the De Bruyne effect. I mean, their defence is a bit ropey, um, but I thought yeah, Man United would have as good a chance as ever of turning them over. Mm. which they've done for the third time this season. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't a big surprise. And they played really, really well, far better than probably the best they've played this season. And what was uh, I loved seeing for the first time, and you know, I've said on this pod a number of times, it looks like Man United don't really do any coaching. They just turn up and just have a kick about. Uh, they all pressed as a team like they'd been taught how to, taught how to do it. Uh, I thought they outpressed City, which you know that's one of City's major uh, skills, and they just looked drilled and like they actually wanted to win as well. Um, you know the, the the way they carried on. I think the the fans had a massive part to do with that, but they looked like a team. They looked like a team. They did, yeah. Was it because you were playing a big team though? Considering you haven't really got many other big teams left to play for the end of the season. Is it going to go back to how it was before when you're... Well, we're playing the Manchester it's Derby. It's a Derby, in it, as yeah. well, yeah. So, you know, even if they were like Leeds and not completely irrelevant, we'd still get up for it. But you've got no more games to get up for That's left a little to go. troll for you, Leeds fans. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I did... That's always been United's problem. I think this season they've done really, really well against the, uh, the usual top six, and then they go and play Southampton away and... Do nothing, um, but they beat Chelsea. Then they went and beat Watford convincingly. A Watford that smashed Liverpool. I hasten to add, but everyone's smashing Liverpool these days. Um, so you're really getting the <laughs> Just crossing teams out. That's Leeds, Liverpool, Man City. Um, so yeah, I, I think the biggest change has has been Bruno. Yeah. Two goals, three assists in five league starts so far, which is ex- excellent starts. It's not bad at all. He seems to have inspired him a little bit, doesn't he? And I saw him and like when he got subbed off, him and Martial were like little best buds on the bench, and you know maybe he's bringing a bit out of Martial as well. Maybe he's giving it looks him a bit like of, it, yeah, because yeah, he looks um, happier. If you need Pogba now, who who need who? No, some fella. Um, yeah, it would have been better than that if I hadn't had to do it again. Um, but. If you pro routed Fernandez's points so far this season, he'd finish the season on 288, which is 30 more or 29 more than Salah had last season. Sums. Interesting cool. way to twist the stats. Yeah, but is, is Fernandez going to stick at it? Well, you know, how do you think he's going to be, se- be a season long guy? United should have had a penalty on uh, against City. So that would have been another goal for him. Mm. Is he so taking really, free kicks at the moment? 
Uh, he's, well, he set Martial up, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, he's taken a few of them. That's another thing about the training ground as well. Yeah. Like a little move up. like that. You know, I can't tell you how frustrating it is when you watch a team and you think they're just not doing anything inventive here to try and win a game. You know, when you, when you get free kicks and corners. It was like... Um, Why not? The, the choreography was like the Rockettes. Right. It was a beautiful manoeuvre. Martial obviously gave a little wink to Fred. Fred put his hand up. That was Martial's cue. Fernandez put it on a plate. Bish bash. Edison <laughs> spills it. There we go. You were helped a bit by Edison actually in that match. Uh, Didn't have his best yeah. game. <laughs> Odin Agala, another January signing who's having a, a fun time. Not obviously as impactful as Bruno Fernandez, but he's been all right. Yeah, well, we're all getting really excited about the fact he managed to control the ball. Shut your, <laughs> Shut your face. Shut your face. Oh, did you see that control? It was yeah, amazing. Footballer. Get over it. Um, it does, it's it was quite class, funny, though. though. Yeah, it was class. <laughs> but it's quite funny, though, isn't it? How he like comes on, he's like this massive guy, he's got pace and everything like that, and you just hike it up to him and he just keeps it. And all the other players are there trying to scramble around, trying to get the ball off him. Um, it was like, you know, that cartoon of uh, holding a little kid yeah. out like that, and they're like, oh, no, I could have yeah. got you. Um, yeah, his little cameo against City was exactly what they needed at that time. Um, he's got three goals uh, for United so far. Mm. You know, I I don't know what how what the financials will look, would look like, but in terms of a little bit of squad depth, I don't I think they could do a lot worse than you know sign him on for another couple of years if he keeps this up. Because mm. I, I get the impression he's quite happy to just just be at Man United really well, yeah. so if he you know, he's not going to be the starting striker but if he comes on who's he scored against he's not been he's Club Brugge yeah yeah. Well, Liverpool mean, did that with Shakiri, didn't they when they brought him in really he's just really delighted that he's moved from Stoke to to Liverpool you know and it's the same isn't it at United it's like why wouldn't you want to play in that team mm. and you'd bust your gut wouldn't you to stay there a lot of players would anyway it should mm. be good to see what he can do over the course of the season playing against some better teams is he just going to be a bench? Apart from that, when you mention the numbers, the goals that he scores. Do you see him playing like against the smaller teams? Do you think he'll get more of a game, or will he just be again bench player? I think he'll primarily be a bench player because you know we still have to put out our very best team and play our very best to beat the the lower teams. Paul, as our resident Chelsea fan in this room, do you reckon United are going to catch you up? We're looking at the fixtures that they've got. It's quite tight because I've married up both Chelsea's and, and United's, and they're really quite similar to the caliber of opponents who both teams have got. The fact that we have got the lead mm. obviously helps. So, yeah, I think we should still finish fourth, but not overly confident. Just because as, as United's form has changed slightly, so is Chelsea in the fact of we've managed to get a couple of results on the bounce. Chelsea are also a very inconsistent team this season, aren't they? Yeah, that's that's great wins, our, our, yeah our inconsistency was our most consistent thing. So that seems to be changing. We seem to get a couple of games together, but we're probably going to go against go out against Bayern Munich pretty soon. Well. We should get the Champions League out of the way. That's the way to approach it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the Champions League out of <laughs> the way so we can concentrate. Don't have to worry about that. And then so we, we can, can concentrate on qualifying year. it for the next yeah. year. And we're back in. Uh, so yeah, not overly confident, but I'd still say, we've got, if I was a betting man, I'd still say we've got the advantage over United. You've still got a three-point lead. Actually, that's less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. It's close. And the goal difference is tight as well, isn't it? Um, yes. 12 and 14. Neither very partic- neither particularly good. No. Mm, that'll be interesting then. Thing is, though, you, you've put, uh, you beat Liverpool. No, sorry, that was in the FA Cup, FA wasn't it? Cup. You beat Everton. Still counts. Still counts. No, it doesn't. Uh, you beat Everton. Great. You did really well in that match. Um, drew with Bournemouth, mate. 
beat beat Tottenham. Anyone can do that. Lost to United. Yeah. Drew with Leicester. Drew with Arsenal. Lost to Newcastle. Keep going, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's find not a win there somewhere. You know, there's pressures on. Yeah. And I guess this game's against Everton, you look at that and go, that's what we can do. Because Everton aren't, okay, they didn't play at their best, but they were still in a good run of form up into that game. And then we go and do that. But that's just Chelsea. Giroud could then, now all of a sudden decide that he's going to go back to being ineffective and nothing could happen with him. You don't oh, know. No, it's he, such he wants a hard to play season. At the Euros, doesn't he? Yeah. He's getting the chances now. But it's, it's, it's so hard to, for me to look at the Chelsea team and, and go, is that a good team? Because. On the on the run of it, yeah, we're fourth, but we seem to be fourth more by. It's a United team of transition, though, isn't it? You know, the Chelsea team. It's, uh, it's yeah. You know, they they had Which limited more, options yeah. in the summer last season. Frank's obviously come in. Frank Lampard is doing a decent his job. I mean, you're still what fourth, and it's not been the best of seasons for you, but you're still above a lot of the teams that really should be doing better. Your Uniteds, your Tottenham's, your Arsenal's, Wolves. I guess chasing on your tail a little bit. They're only four, five points behind now. Yeah, it's an interesting season. It's one, I say, one where I don't think we're fourth because we've been mm. a fourth place quality team. We're fourth because the other teams have, all, have have been worse than us. If you had to name your top three players to pick for the rest of the season for fantasy league from Chelsea, who would they be? That's the hard one because we keep mixing things around a little bit. And you in fantasy football, you don't always get the points that you. So yeah, you. The Kante problem again. You get player. You want players going to put the ball in the net. Obviously, so, so don't pick Kante. No. So okay. So definitely don't pick Kante. I, I don't think we've got that much of a threat from for the teams that we've got left uh, got coming up when it comes to conceding goals. So I'll probably go for the defenders because I don't know where our goals come from up, up front. All of a sudden, it'd be Giroud getting a couple. Do you get clean sheets? Sorry. Do you get many clean sheets? Nah. But we do score some goals from defenders as well. Mm. And. Alonso's having a bit of a renaissance, isn't he? I know. But then I think there was an interview with um, Lampard about a couple of weeks ago where he said he doesn't want his top goal scorer to be a defender. No. Which is fair, but also we didn't sign a striker in, this, in the um, last transfer window either. Have so any of us got any Chelsea players? Have you got any Chelsea players? No, not anymore. No, I haven't. Um, that tells you what you need to know. I mean, Billy Gilmore's only like 500 bit million, but... You know, once again, he's shone against Everton and then he could completely disappear again. I've got no idea. There's just no consistency. It's a it's hard to pick Chelsea players for fantasy football, I think. Who are the six cylinders? As far as I'm aware, I haven't seen him play much recently. Do you think he was worth the outlay? Um, not really, not, not recently. He is still injured, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's not really been doing a great deal, has he? But then again, he's not, he's not been in. But then you look at the players, look against Everton. It likes Pedro and William having great games again. Yeah, so it just seems because there's so many kind of ups and downs. Where would he fit in? He obviously came in to kind of make sure I make up the hazard, and you know no one's ever going to do that. So mm. it depends kind of what your expectations were for him. Mine weren't a great deal. Pedro with a goal and assist at the weekend, but he's only got thirty points all season. Mm. I do really like Pedro, oh, even though he's you know he's obviously a bit past it, and I think he probably benefited in terms of reputation enormously from playing in that Barcelona team. Yeah. I still really like him. I think he's had do. five good games the entire time he's been at Chelsea. But he's got a football brain. You can see when he plays, it's like the game's all mapped out. There's something about him. I just I just think to myself, if I was, I'd want him in my five-a-side team. You know, he looks like a player. Technically, I think he's got it as well. And the same with William, actually. I, just, I think he's brilliant. I think, like, you just look at some of the stuff he does. So fast, such a fast player. He's proper so quick, technically, still, isn't he? like really like 
you know, just moves the ball quickly and moves it with purpose. And Pedro does the same. Like, how old's Pedro now? He always just looks like he's busting a gut to like really try and put the defense on the back foot whenever he plays. I do like him. I do like those players, but, but they're not—they're like, not—they're not FPL players. Are they? No, but he's like, he's like a lot of Josie players. He'll have a couple of good games, won't see him again. A couple of good games, won't yeah. see him again. And then that you—you—you you, you need to have the likes of your your Mane's and your Salas, the players who are going to consistently play well, which is obviously easy when you've got a Liverpool team who are going so far ahead at the moment. But even well, yeah, that's know, why they're the best. Yeah, so you need consistency, and we just haven't got that at the moment. So I would stay clear, but I am, as always, going against my own rules um, when it comes to picking a team later on. <laughs> You've gone for. <laughs> I can see some players drawn out there. I have. I've got three Chelsea so, players in my team. Three. This week. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you mentioned Chelsea defenders there being potential picks. It's Manchester United defenders who are low key actually really good at the moment. Four clean sheets in the last five games. Wow. Okay. Did not see that to be honest until I was doing a bit of research for this podcast. They've had a really good run of it, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Um, I've, I've got I've Brandon Williams in my team for a few weeks now, uh, and he's. Considering he's just come into first team football, he's brilliant. He's got that. I think he's a, again. You know, we've spoken about it a number of times. He's a mentality kind of player, um, quick and and dynamic for that. You know, that left wing back role. I suppose he's been mm. playing. He's, uh, I'm really impressed with him, and I think the future the future is bright. Um, never thought I'd ever say Luke Shaw would become an effective third central defender, but he looks pretty good there. Um, but I'm not sure, really sure what it is that's clicked that's made them act a bit more solidly. You know, De Gea's been pretty good. He's he's still not the De Gea of old. Uh, Wamba Saka obviously was amazing against City, and it it was it wasn't fair Sterling having to go up against him because Wamba Saka was just so much better. Such one sided battle. That yeah, one. like any time Sterling was you know like squaring up to him one on one, it it you just knew that Wamba Saka would be coming out with the ball. Mm. Um, so I was really, really impressed with him. He still looks ropey as sin going forward. Mm. Uh, and I don't know whether that's something you can really learn a huge amount and get that much better at. I hope you can. Uh, but like the distance between him and, say, um, Hakimi or uh, Alexander-Arnold in terms of their attacking prowess is just like yeah, That's years, a man. pretty high benchmark you've got there for him, haven't you? He plays for Man United. He should be aiming to be the yeah. best. He plays for this current Man United. I mean, Conor, if you can get you know Gary Neville to swing crosses in, I think you can train Juan Bissaka to do that. It's just a bit. It's just his delivery, isn't it? It's not quite. There's that, and it's uh, you have PTSD sometimes of Valencia, um, where you, oh, yeah. you're power forward like Juan Bissaka can do, and then he'll get you know to within like five yards of near the, the edge of the box, and then he'll go whoa 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 whoa, whoa and <laughs> put his foot on the ball. Take a second and then, you know, play it back 10 yards into yeah. Fred or Matic. The moment's um, gone. Yeah, rather than just try and keep that momentum and the dynamism going. I guess what's happened with Man United is what, in defence, is what a lot of Tottenham fans would have hoped would have happened when mm. they brought Mourinho in, thinking, oh, you know, Shaw's up at the back. He's got, you know, we don't have the greatest team. We've got some issues with our attack, but we have our defenders fit. And yet, if anything, they've gone backwards. And United really yeah. have gelled a lot better. And I guess it'll be interesting to see this weekend they're playing, aren't they, against Tottenham? Against Spurs away, yeah. Spurs away, right. So, um, But, I, I mean, I, I still... I'm not blown on uh, Lindelof. No? No. Surprised by that. He, he, he's a aerial liability. Like, there was a great moment when uh, Mourinho was in the like, Sky Sports studio and he was talking about Lindelof. 
And he was saying, you know, we, a lot of our coaches and myself didn't think he was very good in the air. And it just cut to him warming up as he leapt up to try and head it. And <laughs> like he mistimed his jump by half a second. So it was on the way down mm. and it landed on the top of his head. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Bit of brilliant. Gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I th- like when Bailey came in and played the other week, he, he had that sort of can do never it was against Chelsea wasn't it and he was throwing himself all over the place he's you know a couple of red cards a season nailed on but uh, I, I really like the look of him and hopefully Twanzevi will get back to full fitness and first team inclusion in the near future I think both of those would be better options than, than Lindelof Lindelof got the bonus points three bonus points at the weekend against Man City so he was deemed to be man of the match by FPL really yeah. I always think he looks a bit shaky I think he looks. Yeah, I, was thinking, I, yeah, like I was think he looks a bit nervy to me. You wouldn't have him next I, season, would you? Would he be on the off for them? I think uh, no. We keep him for the time being because it's what? better than you know, not Phil Jones. He's not eating a giant hole in your wage budget or anything, is he? Like Pogba, I, pr- I don't know. We massively overpay our wages, in my opinion. So he's probably on everyone. Probably six figures. Yeah. yeah. I remember Laurent Dupuytre taking him apart, scoring <laughs> against United Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, if he's doing that when he's up against someone like that, then. What a beautiful you just, giant! Yeah, you just hope for him to just be. Able <laughs> was to. that was that like the one game you won? Did you win that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we beat and we beat and drew with United while we're in the Premier League. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely dark days for the uh, the old Trafford club. I think he seems to be working well with Maguire. I think this is probably what they wanted when they signed Maguire him to come yeah. in, bring a bit of stability. Would have taken longer than they wanted, but it seems like especially against the big teams, especially when they're relying upon counter attack, that defense is very solid now. And it will be a case, I guess, of whether they can keep it up against the, the so-called relegation fodder. So they, I'm going to count Tottenham in this, actually. So <laughs> just because they're so bad at the moment, they've got Spurs this weekend, then they've got Brighton, then Bournemouth, who are 18th, Aston Villa, who are 19th, Southampton, who, while they're not in as dire a position as they were about four months ago, they've lost four of the last five league games. So yeah. they're definitely out of sorts. Crystal Palace away, 16th place West Ham at home before finishing to a Leicester side that have had that spark kind of kicked that, out of them. I think that Leicester match will be the essentially the third place playoff. Mm. Um, I'm still going on that. Okay, <laughs> you're sticking with that. Because <laughs> you have been saying that all season long. Yeah. You're more confident than ever. Um, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. probably surprised that it's even close, <laughs> really, in reality. Because no, no, like, it was a massive call at one point, but now it looks slightly it's, more it's like It's like having the vision of when oh, you God, get a go. thousand piece oh. Lego um Toy out and you tip it all on the floor and you think it looks like a mess, but the visionaries amongst us can see it and go, That's gonna so be so you a, saw Solskjaer as a master that, builder. That's gonna be, a, yeah. <laughs> I think Solskjaer's, um, it, it's an interesting one. Obviously, I've thought he's not the ideal man, but then you, you strip it back and go, Well, actually, he's uh outplayed Chelsea both games this season, uh. Beat City three times, conquering Europe. Drew and, and you know whatever Liverpool beat us as well, but we drew with them first. People to first team to take points off them. You know maybe actually he's doing a good job. So where where would you have to finish? You to say he's not been doing a good job. If you finish fifth, would you still class him as someone you need to have in next season? It depends how the rest of the season goes. If United continue on their as in their current form, and it's just the case that Chelsea and Leicester keep up, and we can't catch them, just through because they're they're just as good then I'd say yeah you're doing fine Um, carry on mate I think Woodward's wants to get rid of him 
Sounds good. Yeah. He, lo- he loves a good uh, match. He does, yeah. Switcheroo. And I think any excuse, he would love to get rid of him. I won't be surprised if he still if goes in fifth, the summer. But if they finish fifth, he'll stay because that's Champions League. He's football. got to, hasn't he? I mean, how can they... Like, the fans are just... Be, but I mean, not they, they listen to the fans anyway, but you'd be like, it, what's looking like quite a successful season, quite a turnaround for United, is probably making it really difficult for Woodward to rotate to someone else. I think A bigger it, name. Where do you think they'll more. finish this season? Say it. Say third. Fourth. I think I, they'll finish fourth. I think third's slightly out of reach now because I think Leicester will be able to get enough points to secure it. I think they'll finish fifth. Ooh. Yeah. Which could still get you Champions League, so. I still think that although they have to, like been more consistent when it comes to results in the past like two months, you still look at their away form against some of the, the lesser teams and it isn't as good as it should be. Like, they obviously beat Watford, smashed them a, a few weeks back, but that was at home. Yeah. I think Everton, they Chelsea drew. Chelsea team that they're chasing, they beat them away. They drew against... Yeah, but that's <laughs> <laughs> the top team. They it? drew against Club Brugge. They, they draw games and they don't win games against the, the lesser teams. I still think that'll come to fruition. And I think there'll probably be an element of... You always get it at the end of the season where these teams in the bottom, like six, get a little bit of a momentum boost and... And adrenaline from the fact that they might get relegated. And yeah. We tend to see some topsy-turvy results. I always think back to Sunderland randomly winning all these matches and somehow staying up uh, for years. So I think we might see a bit of that. But to be honest, I think, Sam, more than Man United's position, what you will probably enjoy most this season is the, the potential derailing of Liverpool's title triumph by the coronavirus. Um, I think they, they deserve it. So they deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> through good team. <laughs> deserve what the virus? They've um, they've they've been by far and away the best team. So they are the champions. I think um, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be no trophy parade. There's going to be no but trophy lift. You think? I, I find the whole. You know, we should just do a separate pod talking about how uh, coronavirus is going to impact FPL and society and football in general. But like even from the championship and how it. And how the promotion and relegation is going to factor everything out? Does that mean like leads don't go up? Do they even do relegation? Do they just have a playoff? That'd be quite good actually. Like Southampton versus Leeds, or who stays in the Premier League? Kind of like what they do with uh, the Bundesliga with yeah. the playoffs. I well, well, tune in next week, listeners, because we will do this next week because there are no games next week. Well, like four games next weekend, so there's not going to be as much to talk about. So next week's episode, we'll just talk about the coronavirus, and we can. Dig into that a little bit more. Yeah, if we're allowed in the same room. Yeah, if we're not we all being quarantined. quarantined within this room. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I, looking I, around for water quarantine supply. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on then. Right, so let's have a look specifically at game week 30. Before we run through mine, Sam and Dave's team, Paul will be revealing his one week wonder team. He has to get a team that gets as many points as possible from one game week. I'm more Hold focusing your... on just beating my last score. He is focused on that. That's good, yeah. right? So last Low week's goal of head of, goals, head of news and features, Peter Staunton, banged a bang average 51 points. So it's mid-table mediocrity for the overall rankings. Paul, let's see if you can improve on what was a pretty shoddy effort last time. Okay, last time I was here, I know there's some disagreement about the way to actually go through this. So how do you want me to start? I want you to do it. Goalkeepers, defenders, oh. midfielders, attackers. <laughs> right, that's good, because I've got it written down. Oh, that's, that's great. Right, make sure you read it like that as well. Then. <laughs> okay. well so in goal, it sort of pretty much follows on with the conversation we've been having already. So in goal, I've gone for De Gea. Cool. Um, pretty much think you're... That's crazy talk, that. He's, you know, I knew we'd carry on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your sub-goalkeeper then, Paul? Uh, 
I went for Scott Carson. Okay. Just because I forgot he even existed. Oh, nice little token Ouch. pick there. For him. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> well, Scott. You hope Scott isn't listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can have a match. Um, at the back, gone for. I mean, gotta have Virgil Van Dyke. Okay. Must have. Uh, went for David Louise in the ex Chelsea boy role, and he's not been a regular pick for any uh, one week wonders really this season. No, it was because Brighton have just been shocking at scoring goals. So I think that the Arsenal uh, defense is pretty safe. Okay. Who else are you going for? Uh, Alonso, Chelsea. Mm. Um. We should get result against Villa. They've been pretty turd, and they're not really scoring a great deal either. Mm-hmm. So you lost to Newcastle, mate. Sorry, you lost to Newcastle. I think Villa will win two 0 Really? Yeah. And they're okay. Fair enough. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, Van Aanholt for Palace. Okay. This is urgent Palace. Are you doing subs last? You do your defensive sub now. Let's have it. Uh, defensive sub Gary Cahill. Okay. Once again, put him in more Chelsea boys. Um, he's cheap, and you just want to you just want to kind of pack the bench for the cheap players, don't you? Yeah, sometimes you do. you do. And I just I've just liked him at Palace. That's nice. He's played well. He seems to be he's does very he comes across really well in the media. So so he gets a nice. I, I, bench I, I, I think it's a good signing for him. Uh, in midfield, I've gone for the Scottish Iniesta, Billy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to carry on that form against Everton. Okay, it's, it's destined. Uh, in midfield. Boss in the wing, Sir uh, Maximum. Ah, yes. That's it's his birthday today, the day of recording. So I think he's going to be um, pretty motivated. He's going to be in a really happy mood. He's got a solid three points in the bag, I think, this uh, this weekend with our nil-nil draw. Yeah, we seem, he's got all the flair, <laughs> but he seems to have done um, been actually making some of it kind of come off as well. Yeah. So good for him. Uh, Martial for a midfielder in a United team that seems to be kind of pushing further up. It seems to be a good, good choice of some goals, some mm. points. Uh, Mane, almost like a similar situation, really. It seems mad that he's classed as a midfielder in this game. Yeah, he's had a bit of a form resurgence yeah, suddenly. Yeah. He's not cheap, he's 12.4 million. Yeah. But, but yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, my other midfield uh, substitutes, uh, Ndombele, once again, a little bit like Scott Carson. I think he needs a bit of a pick me up after the uh, <laughs> slating that Mourinho gave him. So. Just, just be nice. I've got faith in him. <laughs> You've got faith in spirit. Yeah. Hopefully he's listening here and he's thinking, do you know what? It, at least, it's not all bad. At least Paul's picked me in, in his team. In that team. team. He's, he's, he's been, been on the bench. I'm on a team. He's, he's, he's on the bench. But he's, yeah. <laughs> on the bench in a really poor team. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that, that midfield, Mane, Martial, Maximan, Gilmore. I don't think even he knows he's not going to get into that, that bad form. Um, especially when... Uh, I don't think Spurs are going to do anything this weekend. Okay. Um, and Dombolo won't be able to get on anyway. So. Who's in attack for you? Uh, Aguero. Okay. Uh, Giroud. And Giroud. So I think he might still have a bit of a... A what? I don't know. I'm hoping he starts to get... He might get another goal or two, something like that. <laughs> okay. you know, so a good game. <laughs> it might, it might I'm not relying on him. To be honest, my midfield, I'm thinking where the point's going to come from. And uh, substitute up front, uh, Mason Greenwood. Okay. Um, he might come on. Who's your but captain he's now? Also that? quite cheap. He's four point three million Greenwood. He is. Three and there's a reason because he doesn't sh- play anymore. Well, let's see. Maybe Solskjaer will hear me on this. Maybe because go, go, maybe, maybe he he's will. A he's a lot of put some maybe. He also only costs four point three million. So okay. I'm just once again my bench is pretty uh, pretty budget apart from Ndombele. Yeah. Honestly, did you have any money left over? Uh, about two hundred grand. <laughs> okay. Because that that's I'm not sure about that team. 
That seems I'm not sure that's the strongest again, I'm of just things. trying to beat my previous one. Uh, yes. I'm not sure you'll do that, to be honest. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> Who's your captain out of that rabble? Uh, I didn't actually pick one. I should do that. Um, I will give it to... Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> so Maximum. <laughs> yeah. So Maximum, yeah, go no, on. It's got to be, uh, be Mane, hasn't it? Okay. Who've yeah. never forgot this one? They've got Everton, haven't they? Everton, yeah, of course. So, they have to pick themselves up for the uh, Derby match. Monday night. Tough one. And, uh, well... And United, United is, I, I think they should, they should embarrass Spurs the way things are going at the moment. So I might actually give it to Mar- I'm going to give it to Martial, not Marnie. Oh, I've removed the captaincy from him. Wow. He's having a bit of a bad, you know, he's having a bad, you know. Week goes from worse to worse for Marnie, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Lost, lost the captaincy on a fantasy football team. Brutal, Paul. Brutal yeah. stuff. Well, best of luck. I think you're going to need it. Um, we'll have a look next week to see how you've done, assuming yeah. the coronavirus hasn't quarantined all of us. Moving along then, I'll kick off this week with the changes in my team. I've made one transfer. I'm hopping on the Bruno Fernandes bandwagon very late, um, and I'm sure I'm now going to curse it for the rest of you. It's my hope, at least. <laughs> I've dropped the giant flop that has become of James Madison, who, even in a 4-0 win, can't get any goddamn points. Yeah. He hasn't got an assist or a goal in weeks and weeks and weeks. I didn't even bother counting because it's just bleak. He, he was saying on Insta or, Insta or Twitter um, that... He obviously, he obviously plays FPL. He was saying that if he blanks next week, he's going to drop himself from his team. <laughs> really? Uh, that is deserved, to be honest. I'm surprised he's, he's kept hold of himself for that long. He's, he's been rubbish. But I'm not going to take a minus four hit this week. I'm going to learn from my many, many, many mistakes that have contributed to my sad, slow decline. So my starting 11 this week, I've got McCarthy in goal against Norwich, Van Dijk and Gomez in defence against Everton, uh, Dotty in defence against West Ham. In midfield and attack, I've got De Bruyne and Aguero as my Man City big guns against Burnley. Lucas Moura still somehow clinging on to my team against Man United. Yeah, that's a strange one. Yeah, Almiron rocking up for his two or three points against Sheffield United. Bruno Fernandes making his debut for me. And then I've got Calvert-Lewin and Aubameyang up front, uh, assuming that those games go ahead. Sam, how's your team looking? Um, it's looking all right. All right. Yeah, reasonably pleased with it. I've got 2.9 mil sat in the bank, buried in a hole in my wow. pocket, but it's going to stay there. Um, I'm not going to make any transfers this week. Uh, I've got one eye. Oh, actually, do you know what I might do? No, I won't. I'm not made my mind up yet. Um, <laughs> because I, I'm in trouble for the week after when there's only four games. Yeah. So I need to have a bit of a uh, jiggly poo around. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Hashtag Jigglypoo. Yeah, um, you might you might not get what you're looking for with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Tarkovsky, Kelly, Saiz, Williams, Tanganga, uh, and then midfield of Salah, De Bruyne, Saka, and Fernandez. I think Cantwell probably stay on the bench, and my front three is a guaranteed front three of Aubameyang, Aguero, and Ayu. Ayu, get on the hype, guys. Um, and I think I will captain Obama Yang. Okay. I've not decided who I'm going to captain yet, actually. I need to. I do need to decide that. But it's the kind of game, you know, everyone, everyone will be thinking, oh, United versus Spurs, this is a Mourinho match he's going to set up to try and win, and Fernandez will just ruin it. It's that kind of guy. Mm. Dave? What are you thinking about doing? I'm just looking Seeing at. I'm just trying there. to find Wolves midfielders with decent points tallies. Uh, You're in for, and there aren't any, yeah. which is frustrating because they've obviously got West Ham this week, and then they're in that. Now West got, Ham next week. Sorry, West Ham next week is it? Yeah. Yeah, two home games in a row now. 
Yeah. Man United this weekend. So. We talk about Wolves. Sorry, we're talking about Wolves, aren't we? Oh, I'm talking about uh, Spurs. I'm just losing yeah. my mind. They've got West Ham. They've got West Ham this week, and then they've got uh, Bournemouth the week after. So, and they are in that small group of. For me, it's. I'm thinking about axing De Bruyne, mm. and maybe just sticking in a player that can cover these two weeks, Bold. essentially. But I don't know who that is yet. Saar is tempting for Watford, but it's a tough one this week against Leicester, isn't it? Mm. Um, other than that, I, think, I don't think I'll be making any massive changes uh, to the team. So I'm quite happy with my defence. So I'll leave them as they are. Um, Lundstrom will probably feature for Sheffield United again, I'd imagine, this week against Newcastle. Although I do see that being a nil-nil, um, which is still a bonus. And yeah, I've got Salah, Decore, Saka, Arsenal, you know, Brighton, good game there mm. to come in against. Obviously losing the week after, but Fernandez, Calvin Lewin, Ings. Hopefully Ings will be able to bag against Norwich. Although he has gone a bit cold since I've had him in the team, really. Mm. Uh Jimenez is another one who I'm not a hundred percent on. I think there's better Wolves players, aren't there? Nope. What about Yotta? He's been a bit Inform lately, but Jimenez is a better pick for a long term, isn't he? Mm. I mean, is it what third best striker in the FPL? Is that what I was? Yeah, he's well up there. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, you're both talking about next week uh, where there are only four matches. That is my only opportunity really to catch you both up because I've still got my free hit, whereas you guys are sort of scrambling to nice. make up the numbers. So obviously, Sam, you're well clear at this point, but that's my hope really to catch you up. Maybe yeah. next next week. He's going to hope to cling on this week. So, I'll just look in the form table and Yotta's up there, top of the forwards. He got moment. like so many so points one week. Just, mm. That's 16 against Norwich, wasn't it? But then yeah, but 12 then, against Tottenham. But then he's reverted to form of the week after, just getting two. Yeah, he had a bit of a burst. He had a good mm. week, because I think in between that as well, or it might have been just before that Norwich one. Got he a bagged in. in Europe as well. Yeah, he? did really well. Yeah, maybe he'll score another couple tonight. Keep an eye on the results. Yeah, so there's, a, a, few, there's a few options there. I don't think there's any drastic changes. I'm just going to kind of stick... Try and stick with things. Makes I haven't really sense. got a lot of choice. I've got, I've got bench booth left, bench boost left to play. Yeah. So um, I could do with strengthening the squad. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> at some point, I can yeah. actually uh, get some points off the bench. Cool. I think we'll leave it there then. Dave, Sam, Paul, thank you very much for joining us today. Podcast listeners, YouTube viewers, you can get in touch by tweeting your fancy football thoughts with the hashtag UKFFS. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, follow on Spotify, or however you listen to podcasts on your favorite platform. Leave a review if you liked it, and if you didn't, what are you still doing here? Check out Goal for your daily dose of football news from the Premier League and around the world. Thanks for listening. <laughs>